Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and this week I have a quick and dirty tip about the difference between titled and entitled. A meaty middle about recent changes to the rules the Associated Press expects its writers to follow, and a tidbit about the idiom into thin air. Here's titled versus entitled. Some people think entitled can't be used in this sense. She sold her book, which was entitled Squiggly and Aardvark Rule the World. They are entitled to their opinion, but they're wrong. The Chicago Manual of Style calls this belief a zombie rule. Of course, entitled does mean that someone has a certain right, that they are entitled to something. But major dictionaries and usage guides also state that titled and entitled are synonyms, in the meaning named or called when referring to a book, article, or speech, or something that has a title. Saying a book is entitled something isn't wrong. On the other hand, simpler language is almost always better, and since titled is simpler than entitled, I do consider titled to be the better choice, as does the Associated Press. In fact, it's the better choice for no other reason than that you won't have to deal with people incorrectly correcting you. But better yet, rewrite the sentence without either word. That usually gives you a simpler, more direct sentence anyway. For example, instead of writing, she sold her book, which was entitled Squiggly and Aardvark Rule the World, you could write, she sold her book, Squiggly and Aardvark Rule the World. And that was your quick and dirty tip. Titled and entitled can both be used to introduce the name of a publication. But titled is the better choice, and often it's an even better choice to get rid of the word entirely. A couple of weeks ago at the American Copy Editors Society annual meeting in Portland, the Associated Press announced a few major and recent changes to the AP Stylebook. The one you're most likely to have heard is that starting June 1, 2016, Associated Press writers will no longer capitalize the words internet and web. The words website, webcam, webcast, and webmaster were already lowercase in AP style and web will remain capitalized in World Wide Web. But now, when you're following AP style and you use web all by itself, it's lowercase. At the meeting, they explained that their rationale for making the change to not capitalizing internet is that the internet is not a person, place, or trademark. And they found that the big reason people continued to capitalize it was simply because AP style or dictionaries said to do it. 
But the AP editors also announced some other changes at the meeting that didn't get quite as much attention as the changes to web and internet. For example, the AP editors say it's okay to use the words accident or crash to refer to a car wreck or other collision, but they warn writers to use care when negligence is claimed or proven. In that case, they say to avoid the word accident because it implies nobody's at fault. If negligence is claimed or proven, it's better to use crash or collision or some other term like that. Claimed is a word you should avoid almost all the time. The AP editors note that saying someone claimed something implies doubt. Oh, squiggly claimed aliens stole the chocolate, but we're not so sure. It's better to simply use said, although if there really is doubt, for example, when two sides really do disagree, then claimed can be okay. The same problem exists with the phrase alleged victim. It implies doubt or skepticism that someone is really a victim. So the AP recommends using just victim or complainant. And complainant sounds really awkward to me, so I'd avoid that one. Try to just use victim. The editors also advise not to use the word spree to describe a killing. People can still go on shopping sprees, but no more writing about people going on killing sprees. Notorious is another word that the AP has decided needs special care. Notorious can have a positive or negative connotation. Some people think notorious means famous in a bad way, and other people think it means simply famous. So the AP recommends making sure your context makes it clear what you mean when you use the words notorious and notoriety. I think infamous is a good alternative if context isn't helping, and you want to be sure people know you mean someone has a bad reputation. Another change is that they clarified how to use IM, the abbreviation for instant message, as a verb. The same way they recommend using an apostrophe in okayed and okaying, they recommend using an apostrophe in I amed and I aming. The AP also added some new words to the style book. Dash cam is a new entry, and that's one word, not two. Like dash cam, voicemail is also now one word. And normcore is a new entry. The word is a portmanteau or blend of normal and hardcore. And AP defines it as a fashion trend that is, quote, characterized by unpretentious, unisex, average dressing. When you're writing about Uber, Lyft, and other such services, the AP says to call them ride-hailing or ride-booking services, not ride-sharing services. Which makes sense, because when you think about it, if they were sharing their ride, you wouldn't have to pay for it. You're really just booking or hailing a ride. Those are some of the big changes and interesting additions, but the AP added about 250 entries. So if you rely on AP style, make sure you have access to the full update or new edition, which comes out in print in June. And now, thin air. We've all heard the phrase to vanish into thin air. It means to disappear completely from sight or existence. But if you vanish into thin air, where do you go? And are things actually thinner there? Let's find out. The American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms describes this term as using, quote, the rarefied atmosphere above the earth 
as a metaphor for an unknown location, unquote. And the air above the earth is rarefied. It's less dense than the air down here. In fact, 89% of the gases that cushion the earth are in the lowest two levels of our atmosphere, what are called the troposphere and stratosphere. The gases in the top three levels, in contrast, are spread out over a vast area. In other words, the air really is thin up there. Shakespeare probably didn't know the details of atmospheric pressure. Yet, he introduced this phrase into our language. In The Tempest, the sorcerer Prospero writes of spirits that have, quote, melted into air, into thin air, unquote. Subsequent writers followed Shakespeare's lead and used this expression to describe ghostly creatures. Over time, however, writers used it to describe concrete objects that seemed to disappear. As in, teacher, I can't find my homework, it's vanished into thin air. The phrase was famously used in the book Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. The book recounts how eight climbers perished in the snow and ice high atop Mount Everest. Two of the climbers were never found. They vanished, literally and figuratively, into the frigid air 8,000 meters above sea level. So there's two tips for today. The air above the earth is much thinner than the air down here. And if you vanish into it, you disappear, leaving no trace of your existence. That piece was written by Samantha Enslin, who runs Dragonfly Editorial. Find her at dragonflyeditorial.com or on Twitter as dragonflyedit. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find hundreds of language and grammar articles at quickanddirtytips.com. And my New York Times bestselling book, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing, is on sale as an ebook for only $2.99 through all of April. So if you've been thinking about getting it, now's a really great time. That's all. Thanks for listening. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.